But right now, we are we have a conversation with one of our very own on the continent. I think we're all going to claim her, Stephanie Travers. She was appointed back in, it, it was actually March 2019, yes, it was March 2019 when she was appointed as the trackside fluid engineer for Mercedes AMG's F1 team. And uh, I caught up with her earlier on. She's joined us all the way from Monaco. The schedule is very tight. You can imagine every other weekend traveling around the world down the Formula One circuit. So uh, we are grateful that they found time to speak to us and give us a few minutes of your time. And if you do want to react to this interview, if you know about Stephanie, if you've heard the story, uh, your voice notes are welcome to this number 0614104107. And I began by asking her just how the ride has been since um, she was appointed to the job, which is about two years now. It's been such a journey for myself. It was always a dream to get into Formula One. And I was fortunate after the Petronas Global Talent Search uh, back at the end of 20, 2018, sorry, I um, went through this various stages to get to where I am today. It included a, um, an application That was followed by various psychometric tests. And then I had to do a one minute video answering questions from Valtteri Bottas and the team. And lastly, it was going to Malaysia, which was a great experience. And I did a case interview followed by my final interview with the CEO and started with the team in 2019. That's wonderful. And and for those maybe not familiar, what does your role entail exactly? As a Petronas trackside fluid engineer, I monitor and analyze the fluids that Petronas provide to the Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team. So that is our Cintium engine oil, Tutela gearbox and functional fluids, as well as the Premax fuel. I'm analyzing to ensure that we are complying with FIA regulations. So FIA is the sports governing body, and also to monitor the amount of wear that we have within our engine and gearbox throughout a race weekend. Is it safe to say it's not only limited to track, it also goes on to road? Indeed. So we take all the learnings that we have from the harshest testing conditions, which is the track, and we apply that into the formulation for our road car fuels. And some of that you see out in South Africa is engines forecourt. We have engine Premax fuel and the engine Cintium. That's part of our range. And, and so when you do your work, what does the wear tell you? What information do you look for? What kind of information do you get? I use various equipment within the Petronas Trackside Lab, and that's in the heart of the garage of our team. In that, I will analyze the Cintium engineer on a spectrometer, and that machine is able to tell me the amount of metal content within that sample. I know what our baseline is before we run any session, and I know what we have at the end of a session. Through that analysis, I can then tell whether we have any potential problems with our engineer box. Okay, great. And was it always the plan for you to become an engineer and to study engineering? And how did you go about it? It was always the plan to go into engineering one day. My dad was one of my biggest inspirations as, uh, when I was growing up. He had an engineering workshop back in Zimbabwe. And I was always fascinated by what was going on there and was asking various questions from very young. So that engineering um, background was there from young. It continued to creep into um, my career and into my education all the way through. I kept being led back to engineering. So when I was researching what I wanted to do at university, I started looking at the various routes that I could take with engineering. And chemical engineering was the one that appealed to me the most. I wanted to keep my chemistry and as, as well as my maths going. And 
I thought that that was the best course for me to take. And that's what I did. Talking about your dad, um, I, I saw an interview last year that you say you come from a Formula One mad family. You would sit and watch races even in the early hours of the morning. Do you now feel that you've come full circle with the job that you do? Yes, indeed. It's just so surreal for me to be here. And the same for my family. Now they're not only watching Formula One because they enjoy the sport, they're also watching it because I'm in it and they get to see me sometimes on TV. So it's it's a great feeling and I'm just so fortunate to be able to work within the sport. And I can definitely say that my family are proud of all my achievements this far. And having been born in Zimbabwe, how would you describe your background and how would you describe growing up in, in Zimbabwe? And when did the family leave for the UK? I had a really positive experience in Zimbabwe. I have really great memories from my childhood in Zimbabwe. And I left when I was 10, going on to 11 to the UK uh, back in 2004. Um, I have been back various times um, since then. And I really enjoy going back and seeing my family. A lot of my family is still there. So it's, it's, a, it's home for me. It's a place that I still call home. I believe your brother is in South Africa. Is that correct? That is true. My brother is in Johannesburg. So I also regularly go there and visit him and my nephews. And it's just great to be able to go back home and to South Africa and visit them as well. Oh, that's wonderful. And and as you can imagine, and as I'm sure you've seen, Steph, I mentioned at the top of the show that your, your story has inspired a lot of young girls in the country, not only girls, but a lot of people here on the continent of Africa. And I'm sure you probably get uh, DMs and messages about what you've achieved. Is that something that you embrace? Indeed. When I first started the role, I didn't really see myself as a role model. But after um, the podium moment, especially, I was inundated with messages from people from all over the world. And the ones that really stood out to me the most were from young girls and boys uh, across the world that were really inspired by what I do within the sport. And that's something that really touches me as one of the things I'd like to do is to inspire the young generations to pursue STEM careers. So at that point, to know that I was doing that, it was, it's a great feeling and I hope to continue to do that. And back home in Zimbabwe, how's the reaction? Have you been able to gauge from some of your visits back home? Oh, it's been great. <laughs> in, when I was back recently, uh, last, at the end of last year, it was great. Some people recognized me, which is quite amazing considering we've got masks on. So yes, it was, it's great to see people back home supporting me and following my journey. And I'm really thankful to everybody that is supporting me. And you mentioned the recognition that you received when you went on the podium. I think it was at the Styrian Grand Prix. What memories come to mind when we talk about that Grand Prix and that occasion? I can't believe that it's already nearly a year since that point. It feels like the other day to me and I still can't put into words how I felt in that particular moment. I really wasn't expecting to be asked to go into the podium. So when I was asked, it caught me by surprise and it made me really emotional. It was a momentous occasion for myself and my family and it's something that I will treasure for the rest of my life. And is it true that you only found out after the race that they wanted you to go and collect the constructor's title? It wasn't planned. I was actually hanging off the pit wall celebrating as you see us all hanging off as the cars come bus the finish line and I was approached after I climbed down from there and it took me by surprise but I embraced the moment and yeah it's something that it, it still touches me it makes me emotional thinking about it
And I'm sure Lewis Hamilton didn't help matters. He must have made you more emotional when he put up that post on social media than moments after after what happened, you being on the podium and you being the first black female that was on the podium in a Formula One event. Some of us didn't even realize that that was the case. I mean, what did you make of Lewis's message there that he posted? I was so humbled by Lewis's message and to see that he also appreciates the hard work that put in as well as the rest of the team that we put in and every weekend it was it was a great feeling and just him acknowledging it on social media and the response that I got from the whole world from that it it was a great feeling and I hope to continue to inspire younger generations to come into the sport and people from the continent would be great to see more people from the continent pursuing their dreams. And of course, a lot of us on the continent can relate to Lewis Hamilton and what he achieves. You know, probably the majority of the continent always backs him in these races. I mean, how is it? People want to know, how is it to work with a champion like Lewis Hamilton? It's an amazing feeling being able to work with Lewis, but not only Lewis. Toto Wolf, Valtteri Bottas and the rest of the team, we're one big family and we win together and we lose together. It's a lot of time we spend away from home. So working together to achieve our goals it's a great feeling to be a part of this team and not only is he a champion on the track lewis but also off the track i mean he's unapologetic he stand up for what he believes in is that something that you can also relate to steph indeed it's something that i can relate to alongside lewis and we both want to inspire the younger generations to pursue careers within stem and motorsport and on that note, what's your message to young girls on the continent that see you on TV that will be listening to this interview and they've also got dreams um, also of just making it in, in the world, in the global space that you're playing in now? I would say it's really important to focus in your younger years and to just focus at school, work hard and think of playing later on in life. Follow your dreams. It's really, really important to work in a field that you're really passionate about. You spend so much of your life working. So ensure that when you are looking at career options, you're finding something that really interests you and the world's your oyster. Just try as hard as you can and you can never be disappointed with the end result. And how's it traveling from one second to the other every other weekend or so? It's great. <laughs> I'm exhausted from 2019. I think it was harder then. Now I become used to it and I think the hardest part is when you're going to fly away races and you're adjusting to the different time zones but I really enjoy it I get to do what I love so I'm very very happy Steph thank you very much for giving us some of your time here in South Africa we really appreciate it it's an honor for us just to have a few minutes of your time and uh, you are a role model for for us on the continent not only young girls but everybody on the continentism is excited with what you are doing and you're an inspiration to all of us and we just wanted to call you put you on air give you the respect that you deserve and most importantly just tell your story of inspiration to the rest of South Africa thank you very much for having me how was that, ladies and gentlemen? Stephanie Travers uh, joining us all the way from Monaco, trackside fluid, fluid engineer for Mercedes uh, for their F1 team. And also, of course, as she mentioned, the petrol that we use here provided by Engine. And uh, we can only wish her all the best going forward. And there's so much more that Steph can do. There's so much more that she will be doing. I can bet my last cent on 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 that and uh, it's such a wonderful story to tell and such an inspirational story let's hear what you guys are saying is there somebody from zimbabwe that sent us a voice note